what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.TV podcast network. My name is Alan Jackson. I am one of the two brothers in tech. With me across the video camera here is the other brother in tech, my brother in tech, Brian Jackson. How are you doing, Brian? Good, Alan. I, uh, I'm doing good. I think, uh, I think today I can also be called the less fatigued brother. I think you have had one heck of a weekend and uh, a long week uh, behind you there. Uh, Foot Candle Film Festival uh, has gone through, and uh, a yeah. great job, by the way. Great job. Oh well, thanks. Yeah, yeah. we we had we had uh, fun putting it together, and it's a an annual film festival we do here in our area. And this year it was completely virtual, so running uh, a whole lot of Zoom meetings, a whole lot of online stuff, and uh, yeah, it was it was fun. But yes, I am I am a little weary. Uh, it's kind of that delayed reaction where you know a couple nights later. You still haven't quite got back on your sleep schedule. So uh, my Apple Watch has been tracking my sleep for me. And this morning, you just kind of looked at me and said, what gives? You're like, what's going on? <laughs> it shook its head. It's like, it no. just like nope. Uh, nope, nope, it's not happening. So, <laughs> so I'm not even going to track it anymore if it doesn't mean this much to you, Alan. So, so let me just clarify. So I'm going to have to carry this show yet again. Is that No, real? here's the thing. Even despite me running on fumes. I still carry the weight and the burden of leading this show down a productive and informative and informative path. So I, I don't shy away from that challenge. And there's been a couple of episodes where you've carried it. And I've honestly, let's, let's be honest. I let you carry it because I felt like I was maybe, I was maybe doing too much of the show. Right. And I just, I, I did want it to become across a little bit more of a partnership, but um, I got this man. I'm, I'm good. 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 Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I, you know, I was worried that, once again, I was going to have to kind of step up and provide some sort of clarity to our uh, to our listeners. But actually, you know, the more I think about it, no, actually, I think I think you're right. I think you do need to take the lead on this. <laughs> I think I am. I think I am kind of worn down. Actually, you know what's funny? Over. <laughs> yeah, it, we are going to talk about audio, um, which is really funny for me because you know I'm the one that's very very particular about my audio sounding as good as possible whenever I record these. And of course, we're talking about audio in our series right now. And I came without my microphone and my typical headset set up. So I'm winging it right now. And I probably don't sound quite as good as I, I normally try to. But um, that seems a little fitting for us to be talking about the topic for today, which is uh, audio, but for personal listening, kind of your wow. your personal enjoyment of music or movie sound. Uh, you know, you don't have to entertain anybody. You're not looking to have a way where a large group of people are going to be listening to whatever you're listening to. You're listening to stuff just for you. And what are your options on the best way to have a great listening experience for your own personal enjoyment? So that's what we're talking about today, Brian, yeah, in our yeah. audio category, focusing on this idea of personal listening. Right. And that's, that is really good, Alan. And I, and I, but I just, I'm, I'm really disappointed. You didn't take the opportunity to just pretend like, you are not going to use your microphone just because you want to kind of 
provide a, a comparator for what we're going to be talking about with headphones. But anyway, you know, you were honest, I, and that's good. That's great. I, uh, I am way too finicky about this stuff. I'm already, yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, I deal with recording audio all day long. It seems like nowadays, and so I have to be. I'm very particular about it. So the fact that I left my microphone. It's got me very. I'm very disappointed. Well, I'm your voice, your voice is fine. It's not as silky smooth as it usually is, but it, but it's fine, right? It sounds okay. Well, it's going to lead to an example that we'll talk about a little bit later in the episode as we get into this. So, I guess See, there you go. That. That's the that's the yeah. brother I'm talking about. Make the connection. <laughs> Make the connection. All right. right. I can do this. All, All right. right, Brian. Let's talk about this. So, yep. so you and I are both. I mean, we're. I don't want to say we're audiophiles because I'm. I don't think we're so high level about it like some people I I know. I don't know if maybe you do or, or, or not, but I feel like I'm on the higher end of the scale of people who really pay attention to audio. Like I really do want to have a good sound experience when I'm listening to music, when I'm watching a movie, even when I'm talking to someone on the phone. I really want the audio to be as rich and as strong as possible. Yep. And so, you know, this idea of personal listening is really important to me. I probably obsess way too much about different headphone quality. Like I've, mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how many times I've gone to a store and will just listen to various headphones, just trying to see if I can discern differences between different ones and which ones fit better and sound better and everything else. So, so this idea of personal listening is pretty important for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Brian? I mean, no, you, you, you I think I'm with you, Alan. I like uh, I, I would not consider myself an audiophile um, because if you asked me, you know, about the the true quality of kind of raw music and all of that, and be able to hear some of the distinctions, I'm not sure that I I know uh, music and or sound that well. But I can tell you that I'm picky, and I am, and I don't like pingy sounds. I like you yeah. know good rich sounds. I'm not a someone who needs crazy amount of bass with what they hear. I'm really more about kind of the full, you know, uh, sense of, of what I'm hearing. So, uh, I don't spend a lot of money on audio equipment. Um, so I'm, so I have to be picky, right? I have to be picky given that, you know, I gotta, I gotta make sure what I am spending it on sounds pretty good. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, I think we're, we both have experienced quite a bit of audio and audio types and different uh, mechanisms for getting that audio in. Um, so I'm excited to, to talk about this because I do think that, you know, coming from audio files, I think this episode would be totally different. And I think it would be totally above what we're trying to speak to, which is the consumer, the the average consumer, the person who wants something that they can afford and that they actually will appreciate being able to, to buy. So understanding what options are out there for more of the consumer uh, retail side of things. Well, and, and thank you for reminding me that I never really set up what this show is all about because uh, people listening first episode may not realize what we're here talking. Why, why did my brother and I get together and talk about technology? A, we enjoy it. B, um, it's what we would do even if we were just not being recorded. And this yeah, is we don't, we don't we talk, talk about, about anything else. I, no, I don't really. actually, I don't ever ask you questions about your family or anything. I just want to know the tech that you bought. So uh, yep. let's just take advantage of that as basically what we're no, doing. Right? And I'm okay with that. I'm fine. <laughs> I, I said, let's just hone in on the technology. How many but we do get together and talk. I can't remember. What's that? I can't remember. How many kids do you have again? Um, hold on. Let me, let me text my wife and, and ask her because she normally, <laughs> no, we'll, we'll she get normally that later. Reminds we'll get that later. Yeah. We'll get that later. All right. Um, 
but really you and I just want to be a resource and help in any way we can with people that uh, find themselves as the go-to tech person, maybe in their family. Uh, maybe you've got extended family members that will call you because you're the one that knows how to fix things or take care of te- technology needs. We're here as a resource and kind of a, you know, an encyclopedia to some degree for you. But also, uh, if you are that person making those phone calls and you're starting to feel guilty about it, maybe you're saying, yeah, I really should probably know some of this myself or I want to learn this myself. Maybe this is a good way to, to kind of get a good uh, Get good primer on a lot of different technology topics, especially yeah. when we're talking about technology as it relates to the home and family. That's really our biggest biggest uh, goal here. Okay, so Brian, getting into personal listening. Yeah, <clears throat> let me let me throw out one one kind of first step for you here, or first uh, first volley on this. Um, and this may sound a little blasphemous to anybody who's a real true audiophile, but I'm going to stand by my decision on this. I, I I do believe the first way you can listen to good sound off of your device if you have a relatively more modern new device like a tablet or a phone um, is you can listen to it just by playing it on the speakers of that tablet or phone on its own and i know there you go that's the groan that i expect half the audience to have because normally you think okay well that's not the way you really want to listen to it you you don't want to watch a movie uh, when you're just listening to the sound coming out of the little built-in speakers on your device. And believe me, I'm with you. I, I, I would rather not. That's not my preference. However, I will say, um, I think we're getting closer and closer to the point with devices nowadays that they, do, they are paying a lot of attention to the sound mechanics in those devices and trying to add more sound capability to these even tiny devices that I've generally been really impressed with some of the sound I've come just naturally coming out of some of these devices lately. Um, I've got an iPad Pro, which granted, an iPad Pro, the Pro level does put a lot more emphasis on audio. They really play that up in their announcement of the product and how the audio is really supposed to be stellar. And I'll admit, I can get to the point now where I can prop up my iPad um, and have the sound up. And it sounds really darn good. I mean, it's 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 definitely not you know what I would consider you know uh, high highest level audio quality I could get for it. But man, just to have it playing in a, a room when I'm sitting there watching something or on my desk, it totally can work. So yeah, I don't know. Do you yeah. have some devices you ever find yourself just listening to the, the natural audio on them? I do have an older iPad uh, Pro that occasionally uh, I will use to either have you know, a TV show or uh, potentially music going on if I do not want headphones on. And there are occasions when I don't want headphones on, you know, that I don't want yeah. things in my ear. I don't want things over my ear um, that I would like to have something kind of going in the background. And I'll, and I'll do that. I will rarely, rarely other than, you know, other than stumbling across a random video, uh, I'll rarely use my phone as a speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I do, that drives me nuts. Um, and partly because it's like, okay, yes, I'll listen to, I'll listen to, you know, the audio of that cat video that I just ran across and, you know, hear someone talking about what's going on there, but I don't want to hear music that way. If I've got music going, it's like, okay, I got to find headphones yeah. or I'm going to go right. to a different uh, device to do it. Now, what you said earlier was correct and that it is much, much better. I mean, if you go back, you know, 10 years to some of our earlier devices, they didn't put a lot of emphasis on those speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the size of the speakers is pretty, pretty much the same, right? They're still in the mm-hmm. same location. 
but the sound's better. They've started to find ways of building. And even though the devices have gotten smaller, they've found ways to, you know, include or at least make it sound as though it's a bigger speaker. It's a more full yeah. speaker. There's more to it. Uh, they're using a lot more technology now to be able to create those various sounds. So, yes, I'll agree. It's it's gotten much better. There are there are reasons why you might want to do that. Um, well, and just in a pinch, like you said, if you can't wear the headphones or don't have the headphones, you know, it is getting better and they work a little better than they used to. I agree. I think the bigger the device, the better your sound is going to be. I think yeah. iPads or tablets have gotten really good with playing natural sound off their off their built-in speakers. Uh, phones are still tough, but I think it, dep- it depends on the application. I personally, yes, don't want to hear music through my iPhone just playing uh, out of the speakers. I can listen to music off my iPad. It's not my preference, but yeah. I can if I don't have anything else to listen to. Uh, movie, I definitely do not want to watch on my phone audio. Right. Uh, iPad, probably not either, not a movie. You know, if it was just like the news or something or just some people talking heads, mm-hmm. that's okay on my iPad. So again, it really depends on the, the, the type of audio I want to listen to whether or not I feel like my device can be appropriate for the quality I need. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think what you just said is, is right in line with me. Again, the beauty of the, the beauty of their, the technology increasing uh, within the device speakers is that there's so much more uh, content that we're scrolling across and wanting to get kind of random sounds, right. Rather than saying, Hey, listen, I'm going to, scroll through Facebook. I'm going to scroll through Twitter. Let me put my headphones on just in case I come across a video, right? No, they want to make sure that when you stumble across that video, you can hear what's happening. You know, you know, you, you can listen to someone's voice. You can hear whatever's coming across. I don't think they're, I mean, I, I don't think any of these companies are making them for your true, you know, audiovisual experience, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're saying, we want to make sure you can hear what's going on, that the sound is decent, that you can potentially use this without headphones. But they also want you to utilize headphones or additional speakers. Yeah. I mean, they want, that's where you're going to get the full sound. So uh, it's better. Alan, can I can I just say there a couple of things for someone who, so say you're someone who just despises headphones, right? You don't like, you know, like using them. You know, let's take, for example, uh, someone who has maybe hearing problems to where mm-hmm. headphones just don't provide that same sound. So you don't right. want things in your ear or over your ear. I would just say that if that's going to be the case, really pay attention to the the case that you put on your phone. You know, if you get a case that potentially is a pretty thick case that maybe mm-hmm. covers up more of that, um, uh, the yeah. speakers, the holes may be there and you may look and go, oh, cool, the holes are there. That's fine. But if it's a deep case, you're going to lose the fact that that sound's not able to bleed out like it's supposed to. Uh, you may, and you guys may recognize this when you take your phone and you're watching something, you end up cupping the end of the phone so that that sound comes a little clearer back to you, right? And that's kind of a nice thing. There are some there are some uh, cases out there that I've seen that are kind of made for audio, where it almost provides yeah. a little curvature on the bottom to make sure mm-hmm. that that sound pumps back to you. So if that's something you like to do, headphones are not your thing, you want to make sure you can hear um, uh, from your device only, do pay attention to the case. The, the case can Agreed. make a big difference. And some of them actually, I think, actually, 
actually have even some hollowness in the case that's supposed to provide a little extra base to what you're listening to. So yeah, some of them will play that up. I mean, you, know, you I see I've seen plenty of cases where they just don't even try to cover the bottom at all. Yeah, leave the bottom exposed so that the natural speakers play. Uh, others will have enhancements to the sound. Yeah, the ones you got to be careful about is where they. They have holes, but those holes don't line up to the actual speaker holes, and then you lose a lot of audio out of it. Now, if you're not someone who has any intention of ever playing anything out loud, it may not be that big a deal. But uh, sure enough, you want to show somebody a video, you want to quickly play something as a, as a reference, you want to make sure you can hear that sound pretty good. Yeah. So I do, I do, I think it's a good point. I think you got to be very careful with that case. I had a case at one point, and I, for the longest time, my sound was just so muffled. And it's because as those speaker holes on the case just do not line up with the right, with right. The, the actual speakers on the phone, so it blocked a lot of it. So, Alan, I, I do have one thing I want to I want to chat with you about because I mm-hmm. just happened to think of this. I know, I mean, you, you and I both know Tim Cook from Apple. You know, CEO of Apple. He obviously listens to our show, right? I mean, that, well, sure, that's for I mean, sure, right? Well, yeah, I mean, there is a there is a somebody with the initials TC that I noticed has downloaded the show according to the records we get. It's gotta be. And, him. and it's, it's from the coming from the United States. So I have to assume. Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So let's, yeah, it has to be right. Cause I mean, why yeah. would he not? Right. Um, so here's, so we just talked about audio from the device and here's, here's what I want Tim cook to do on the next round of devices. Right. Yes. So where's the, where's the, uh, the speaker on all of our devices. It's on the bottom, on the bottom, right? It's on the bottom. It's on yep. the bottom, and that means that when you're watching or you're scrolling through your timeline, and the it's in portrait mode, you're holding it upright. The sounds coming from the bottom, which makes it somewhat equal, you know, in terms of how it comes to your head, right? But but when a video comes on, when we actually get like we want to watch a movie, we turn it to the side, right? Yes, so now the speaker is kicking the kicking the sound off to the side. So why? Would Tim Cook not put in the next round of iPads, put a second set of speakers on the side, which would be facing down when you prop the iPad up or you prop the the phone up. So if I put my iPad like I do, I have a little kickstand on it. I'll prop it up in uh, uh, landscape mode. So I'm watching a movie or watching a TV show. That would make so much sense to have the sound bounce off the table to you know, make it louder to kind of have it come mm-hmm. directly towards, and they could make it so that whichever orientation the device is in is what speaker it ends up using, or potentially you have speakers all the way around, right? You could actually kind of increase that. So, so anyway, so you're, Tim, you're, Tim you're please do that. You're advocating for a speaker set that uh, one one set for portrait mode, one set for landscape. Yes, mode, basically, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Now. I would imagine that might have some impact on the size and dimensions of the device. Maybe, maybe. And again, I don't know. I, I don't know right now what they're, I mean, with an iPad, I don't know what kind of extra space they have. I mean, obviously they're packing the space as they, as they, uh, uh, with everything that they possibly can, but, you know, potentially as the, the speakers, you know, get a little bit smaller and a little bit more agile and be able to do things, but it certainly seems like, or maybe the speaker set is on the corner and then it kind of shifts which direction it's pointing. But again, I know it's not something that we have right now. But uh, Tim, if you're listening or when you're listening, because I know you are, uh, you know, yeah. please, please put in 
uh, kind of the to-do list, you know, a way for people to watch on their device to where the sound can be the best quality, even if they don't have your AirPods in. Is that all right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a worthwhile, uh, worthwhile request. I, mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. And if you could do it by next say. year so that we could do a follow-up episode of that, that would be fantastic. Actually, I'd like it a little sooner if I could okay. request that. I mean, if I could just throw that out there because my phone is up for an upgrade here in about <laughs> the next six months. So okay. it'd be really cool. I'm just Within saying. six. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Six months. I, I, I think six months would be great for me. Perfect. Yep. Yep. Thanks for the idea. Thanks for the recommendation. No, I mean, that's Can't what I'm here see, for. Can't right. wait to see what they do with it. That'd yeah. Yeah. Good luck, Tim. Good luck. Um, but Brian, you know, okay, so fine. We, we've talked about how you can just play sound on your device and how that's sounding right now. It is better than it's, it's usually been. However, it's still not the preferred way to listen to music or no. movies or sound if you're going to be listening on your own. And really, that's where we are going to spend the rest of the episode just talking about headphones. I mean, that's kind of the next step is if you're not going to just play it out naturally, you're playing it through some form of headphones. Now, headphones... Brian are not all created equal. And I think the last several years have shown us that because we've seen so many different types of headphones roll out and uh, headphones, I think have become a much bigger business too in the last oh, huge. five to seven years. I mean, they were always, you know, something that was kind of important and necessary, but it was a lot more for, like you said, more of the audiophiles really needed the big headphones. But now, I mean, gosh, it's, it's a whole industry in itself. Right. And, uh, there's a lot of different types. So let's let's talk about what some of these different types of headphones are because uh, we've had some experience with all different types and let's talk about those. Yeah. So yeah, why don't we why don't we think what's what are the features that if you were gonna go buy a pair of headphones and you said, All right, I listen to things on my device and you know, the speakers don't work for me, I need to be able to, you know, hear it privately. What are some of the things we need to keep in mind? To me, to me, the very first question you have to ask is this idea of wireless versus wired. And if you are, you know, completely committed to the fact that you want to be wireless, you do not want any sort of wire kind of keeping you uh, connected to the device. You want the freedom of that. Then you've got to be prepared for some of the limitations that are going to come with that. Uh, some of the price increase that's going to come with that. Um I mean, I think that's that's an important distinction, especially Alan. Now that a lot of the uh, a lot of the hardware, uh, the the phones, the the uh, even well, I think the iPads are still have them, but a lot of the phones have gone away from headphone jacks. Yep. So therefore, getting an actual wired means you need some sort of dongle, you need some sort of additional connection to be able to do that. Um, so I think wireless is a big a big step that a lot of people are taking. Uh, that seems to be a, a uh, an effective way. And then wired, yeah. there are still, you know, quite a few good brands of wired headphones. You're certainly going to get even a better, uh, audio, I think audio experience. Um, but you're going to be tethered and tethered to your device. Right. So Alan yep. preference that you, I mean, when you're using right now, yeah. you're using wireless, correct? I am, and I can I can exp- I can talk through some of my rationale for it, but okay. it, it really depends on on the situation for me. I was the guy for the longest time. I resisted wireless headphones as long as I possibly could, because as I mentioned at the top of the episode, I am a little more sensitive about the sound I'm listening to than maybe the average person. 
And to me, wireless was always fraught with more issues from what I saw. Um, wireless was an issue because you could get interference. Wireless was an issue because in the past, it generally meant the quality was not as good. Um, because you know, you're trying to push more, more sound information through a wireless connection, and it just wasn't strong. It's kind of like the idea when we say that we took about our wireless internet connections, yeah. we said many, many months ago, it's always better to be connected through an ethernet or wired connection to your internet than through wireless because different things can impact that wireless signal. Well, yeah, more reliable, to me, right? That's right. Same thing with me with headphones is I just found that the wired headphones are more reliable and sound better. Plus I didn't like having to deal with battery charges and mm-hmm. uh, all those things too. So I, I really, I prefer wired headphones overall in general. Um, but I certainly understand the appeal of wireless headphones to the point where, yes, I have a pair of wireless headphones now, and I certainly understand why. So uh, what about you, Brian? You're you're wearing some wired headphones right now as we record I, this. Yeah, I'm actually wearing wired right now. Um, and when I, when I know that you and I are recording or when I am going to be sitting at my desk and working for a long period of time, I'll put on wired headphones. I'll put on over-the-ear wired headphones, and we'll talk about kind of the style in a little bit. But I do just because I I'm not worried about the wire. The wire is not going to get in in my way, right? I've got it tucked to the side of the keyboard so that it's not in my way at all. And and uh, and I know I'm going to get a good consistent connection. I know I can be here for hours and not have to worry about the battery life. I mean, I think there's a lot of benefits for the wired if you're in one position. However, I think that's why a lot of people are moving away from the wired is that now we're starting to listen to our devices or on our devices on the go while we're working out, you know, different, different ways in which the wire can be really become an, a, a nuisance and a problem. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I bike a lot, or at least I, you know, uh, ride on my bike in, uh, in, uh, as a trainer, uh, for, um, uh, for a long period of time, a lot of times I'll listen or I'll watch a, a show or something and having a wire is just absolutely annoying, right? Because, you know, if my arm turns or if I happen to turn my head a little too far, you know, it pulls the device off of, you know, where I uh, have it watching from. So there, there's a, there's a real need for wireless or a real benefit for wireless in that situation. Um, but I think we, you know, you've already mentioned, and we've both kind of uh, drawn attention to here's the downside, Right. If you are wired, obviously it's limiting your movement. It's limiting your capability. If you are to walk around with a wired headphone and it, it was connected to your phone, well, now that's in your pocket. So is the wire going to get in your way? Um, so there's a, a there's certainly a downside for the wired, but the downside of the wireless is battery life. The fact that you know it's not always available. You have to remember to charge it. Uh, there is that momentary connection to where you have to say, oh, I put my wireless headphones in. Let me make sure it connects. I have to have that extra step of making sure it happens as opposed to wiring in. So there's there's pros and cons. I'd say for use case, if people, if you're someone who wants to use it when you're working out, and especially if the movements you do while you're working out are, you know, uh, requiring you to move from location to location, then wireless is fantastic. And especially if that exercise is not going to take more than, you know, a couple hours, which is about what the battery life might last. Um, or if you're someone who wants to 
be able to listen on the go as you walk around, um, then I think wireless makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. If, if you're or, someone that's going to listen to yeah. sound yeah. on your desk, different story. Or, you know, to kind of compliment your, your comments about all the biking and exercising and all that too. Uh, I mean, along the same lines, if, you know, you're sitting on your couch and your drink is over on the far right-hand side <laughs> end table and you've got headphones on that have wires, it's really difficult because there's a good chance your arm could actually get entangled as you just move your arm to your right to get your drink. Mm-hmm. I've seen this happen really quite point. a bit. It's a real danger. Mm-hmm. And going over to reach your drink, because you know you don't want to really want to stretch to reach it. I mean, you just want to kind of have it in arm's length. But those wires can get in the way. And uh, to me, it's, it's a very similar uh, situation to what you're describing. Right. But it does sound it does sound exactly the same, I mean, almost yeah. exactly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see. I mean, if, whereas I'm talking about potentially doing, you know, crunches or lunges, yeah. you know, you're talking about the, the crunch that's going to be required to grab the Doritos on your left right. and the the drink that's on your right. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. That's, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. The, the struggle is, is real either way you go, Brian, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Wired headphones, the struggle is real. So, um, yeah. yeah, so we, we, that is the number one reason to look at wired and wireless. I mean, there is some benefit. I mean, I'll say, you know, as someone who now is on wireless headphones at work all day and to know that I can get up and walk and still be within a certain range of the device and still listen to things yeah. is also nice to know too. Something I couldn't have done with a wired headphone, uh, but I do think there's still a little, some hiccups with wireless. I mean, there's still, there's still some interference issues. There's some connection yeah. issues. I still run into occasionally where I may just randomly lose connection to my device and I have to kind of tell it to reconnect again. Right. Um, but the battery is probably the biggest thing that I think is a real challenge for wireless headphones. Um, Battery life is going to get better and better, just like it does with a phone and a laptop and anything else. But right now, it's still on my wireless earbuds. I, if I start to push the two, two and a half hour mark, um, I'm looking at my battery level because I'm, I'm making sure it's not going to cut off on me. Yep. And uh, yep. that's a challenge because, you know, especially nowadays, we're, we're on a lot more Zoom calls. We're on a lot more conference calls than before. So. And I've been on some that have lasted a good couple of hours. And it's tough to know that those things could run out and um, the battery life. Yeah. So let's, I mean, Alan, let me, since we're trying to kind of not not necessarily educate people, but we're trying to kind of give some people some information that they may be able to utilize if they're thinking mm-hmm. of buying new headphones. So one thing to keep in mind is that if you, if you are worried about, and, and I actually went through this process uh, at the very beginning of... You know, COVID and all of this sort of thing that happened. They said, "Oh, I need, I need, I'm going to be spending a lot more time on computer. I need, you know, to get some better headphones." So I did a lot of research on different types. Mm-hmm. And I tell you that if you're someone that's really worried about battery life, right, you need to look into what the what the battery life is for in these uh, different types. There are things like, okay, maybe it's wire, uh, my wireless to where it's not connected to a device, but maybe it's a leash type of wireless where the two ears are connected to one another with in, in between, there might be a little, you know, small device that provides additional power. So that, that would be a, a reason to potentially go with that route. 
Um, also recognize a lot of the wireless devices now, especially the earbud type uh, devices like the AirPods and like the Jabras and some of those, they all come with a case. And mm-hmm. it's important to note that when you're looking at the uh, the battery life of these devices, when you're trying to do your research, try to find out how much, you know, what how long will the battery life, uh, life last if it's in my ear? How much backup do I have in the case? And then will the, when the, where these two kind of earbuds work independently? Because that I think is one of the greatest things about what the AirPods do and what some of the, like I think Jabra does it, the Jaybirds do it, a lot of these that have their own little case because the case is a battery backup. And what's beautiful about it is that if you and I were, were chatting and we were doing a long meeting and all of a sudden I see a, a little, um, or Hilda a little chime that says batteries are about to die. Well, I take one of them out, put it in the case, let it start to charge while the other one is still playing. And then, you know, 20 minutes from now, when the other one's about to die, I swap them out. And now I've got a full charge on the other one. So you can actually extend that life quite a bit if you're, if your device will allow you independent charging as well as independent listening um, so that you can use that. So I think that's something for people to to pay attention to. They may say, oh, wow, that's only, you know, an hour and a half. But if you say, well, it's an hour and a half, but the the case itself gives you another four charges Mm -hmm. and you can use them independently, then then you can actually listen to it quite a bit longer. So yeah, and that turns into a pretty good situation. Yeah. yeah, they're doing some amazing things with battery life on these devices. I, I, again, I, I think when you talked about the charging case uh, being an option on these wireless headphones is pretty genius because, yep. again, that just means that you can just pop these things in. You don't have to go plug them up to a power source, go plug them up to a computer. You really just pop your headphones back into the charging case, and it will charge pretty quickly. And you've got a whole nother fresh, uh, fresh battery life for your AirPods or, or, or wireless devices for another couple hours at least. Yeah. And um, so it is getting better, but I still say just, you know, when people are deciding wired or wireless, I, I think it really depends on where you're going to find yourself using these headphones in, in most situations. If you're pretty stationary in a single spot, like Brian was describing, where everything you're going to be doing is going to be at your desk or at a certain location, I say go go wired if you want the best sound quality and you don't need to be mobile for any reason. Um, but if you're wanting a pair of the headphones that you can also use when you go to the gym, when you go, uh, when you're traveling, when you're doing anything else, and you don't want to manage two different sets of headphones, then that's where wireless really does kind of shine because you can truly have one device you take around with you can be used anywhere. Yeah. So. Yep. Agreed. Now, Brian, but there's also different sizes or different types of phones, regardless of whether you're wireless or wired. Right, right. Like the shape and kind of where they fit and where they go on your on your ears, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so another difference between you and I right now. So I have wired headphones, but I also have over-the-ear headphones. And these are okay. things that, you know, everybody knows is kind of the big cans that go on uh, the outside of your ear. And the beauty of that is comfort, right? I mean, I think it's really comfortable to wear these uh, because it goes around the ear. There's nothing sticking in your ear. Um, And you can wear, I think you can wear them a lot longer and feel more comfortable. I don't wear these if I am on a a video call. Yeah. If if I'm teaching or if I uh, have a a video meeting, I don't wear these because I just don't like the way it looks. They are a little... uh... They, yeah, they can be a little, 
they can be a little distracting if you're yeah. on a video conference call. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I'll so I'll wear earbuds, you know, something that's a little uh, less obvious when I'm doing that. But if it's just you and I and we're not recording video, uh, yeah, I'll use it because it's much more comfortable. Or if I'm listening yeah. to music as I'm working over several hours, uh, really, really comfortable. And the sound is great because, you know, although it's not pumping directly into your ear canal like some of the others, it's providing a little bit more of the uh, almost surround sound feel because it's coming from outside of your uh, outside of your ear, but it's being directed where it needs to be. So, uh, yeah, over the ear, I think are are great. Again, I don't wear them anywhere other than at my desk, or or you know, if I was sitting uh, and no one's seeing what I'm doing, I just don't like wearing. Them. I will never wear them out walking around. You know, some people do. Uh, I right. just haven't gotten to that point yet. So. Well, and the idea with the over-the-ear headphones is they really are meant as much as possible to kind of block out other sounds to some degree. Yep. You know, it's not that they're necessarily noise canceling. We'll talk about what that means in a moment. But when you have something that completely covers your ears, the chance of you hearing other stuff outside of that is, diminishes. So, you know, if you're if you're traveling, you're walking around, whatever. I mean, I, I see people wearing the can headphones, and yep, that's great, bully for them. But I do think it kind of hurts you a little bit, and that you know, if you feel like you still need to kind of have some awareness of sound going on outside of you, what you're listening to, the can headphones will definitely diminish that to some degree. They're gonna they're gonna take over a lot more of your ears than yeah. what your ears hear more than others. That being said, I'm with you, Brian. They are my favorite types of headphones. I still love listening to over the ear headphones. I have a pair at my office that whenever I'm really working on something that I really need to listen to. Those are the headphones I go to. Um, I don't use them on video conference calls either because I do think they look a little, um, I'm not going to say obnoxious, but they just look, they're just, I don't know. It, it doesn't really feel like I'm in a meeting if I'm wearing those. I, I right. feel like I'm listening into a meeting yeah. as opposed to being a participant in a meeting. So I like to kind of match everybody else's look in the meetings. Um, but I do love the over-the-ear headphones. They are my favorite type. They're it, comfortable. Yep. Oh yeah. It's just so nice to, to wear those and listen to things. If you really, really want to focus on what it is you're doing. And let's be uh, honest, Alan, if yeah. I, if, if I were to go, let's say that I go uh, on a trip and I'm in the airport and I'm that person that's wearing over the ear canned headphones, right. As I'm walking through the airport. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm really telling everybody don't bother me. Yeah, right. It is a lot more off-putting I mean, of a kind of a, yeah. Well, and it's not even it's not even you know I don't even know if it's a rude thing. It's kind of like saying, "Listen, I'm I'm listening to things right now. <laughs> don't bother mm -hmm. me." Whereas when you wear an earbud, it's like, "Hey, I'm I potentially could be having a call in a minute, but you could also talk with me now." Um, so there is some benefit if you don't want to be bothered, right? That I mm -hmm. think is what that gives to people. It gives the impression to people. Um, I also think there's some, you know, some people would argue it's it's annoying to see people with, you know, the in the ear small headphones because they oftentimes don't know that they have headphones in and they start talking with them and then they realize, oh, sorry, you know, this is kind of embarrassing that I was trying to talk with you and you're obviously on a phone call or something. So, yeah, I think uh, you know, it's more obvious if you're wearing it, uh, but you're exactly right, comfortable sound. Uh, the quality of it is, uh, you know, it's just it's just fantastic uh, yeah. if, you know, you don't mind uh, the way it looks. 
and you don't mind. Yeah, you know, it is the, the whole trade-off. It is the whole trade-off. Yeah. Trade is, trade is just mm -hmm. you are having to, it's the, it's the appearance of it. And then, of course, the two, thing, too, is, I mean, you can't really even like, like fold them up and put them in your pocket. Right, you right. They it take it a does lot of space. take some extra space, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, normally, you know, either you got to put them in a bag or some sort of folding case or something if you want to keep them nice uh, while you're traveling. So they add a lot more complexity. That's why yep. I think they're the perfect situation if you are in a uh, solid uh, stationary desk situation working most of the day. Yep. I think they're great for that. I yep. think if you are focusing on music or uh, video or other things that you really have to listen into, they're great. But um, there, it's some, there's some trade-offs with it for sure. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. What's the, what's the alternative, Alan? Yeah, so, you know, if, if you're not over the ear, then I guess the other option is you are in the ear. And that is exactly like it sounds. Uh, headphones, most ear earphones now, and most uh, wireless ones especially, although you get some wired ones that do it too, sit on the inside of your ear. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if anybody's, anybody who's owned an iPhone ever, you know, you know the earbuds that come with the iPhone. And it is the ones that you sit inside that little recessed area of your, of your ear where they can sit comfortably. They're not sticking into your ear canal. They're just sitting on the outside, but they are picking up sound and um translating it into your ear uh they're relatively comfortable i mean i'm, I'm not gonna say they're super comfortable but i think they're relatively comfortable they're not always in my mind the most secure meaning a lot of jostling around jumping yep. around moving means that they could very easily fall out because they're not really secured to anything they're just kind of hanging there in your ears but they are i'd say probably the most inexpensive route to go in that they are uh, pretty, pretty, fairly easy to make. You know, the, the sound doesn't have to project very far out of the headphones to get into your ears to hear it okay. So, um, you know, they're good options, but uh, you can do better. But I think uh, they are what they are for the level you get. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's, and I think there's a couple of things to consider if you if you are someone who wants to use this while you're working out, moving around. Uh, or as you talked about, if you're sitting on the couch reaching for Doritos, but you happen to do that aggressively, right? Of course, it yeah. could fall well, out, right? On both sides. I mean, if there's, there's a, like, let's say there's like a big uh, a slushy maybe on one side, and then you got the Doritos bag on the other side of the couch. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're going back and of, forth. That's a right. lot of moving back and forth, a lot of stretching your arms. Yeah. Anything can go crazy wrong with that. No, yeah. man, I tell you, it's... I'm really feeling sorry for you, you know, going through this, this crazy, crazy, uh, stressful situation. Um, but, but I think that keeping in mind that, okay, those things are going to be loose. If you're not getting ones that are digging into your ear canal, which we'll talk about in a second, that are just sitting in your ear, they're sitting kind of in the, like I said, the resource portion of that ear, you may want to be thinking about some of them, uh, have kind of an extra wire that goes around your ear. You know, that goes outside, goes around your ear, stays, keeps, uh, keeps it a little bit more secure. Some of the workout headphones have always been where they have a, a plastic piece that goes around the ear. And then this, th you know, then the, the earphone itself will sit in the ear. 
I think those are good options. Again, I don't like the way they look. I think they they stand out. So it's great for working out. So you don't really care so much about how you look on that. But, you know, I was looking at it going, I'm going to be on video calls a lot. I don't want, you know, I don't want it to be really, really obvious that I have headphones on. You know, I want to, to be able to have something a little bit, uh, a little bit more professional. So I think sitting in your ear, keep in mind if you're wanting to, you know, if you want to wear it a lot, they're pretty comfortable, as you said. Um, the sound is okay. Um, yeah. and, uh, and generally, you know, the, the one issue with, with these, as there is with all of the, uh, the in the ear is where is the microphone, you know, and we'll talk about that a little later is like, mm-hmm. can you, can you hear as you talk? And is it something that's going to, to provide you, you know, something for calls as well? But, right. but I think the in the ear, you know, they, they've gotten better. Um, I do want to talk really quickly about the difference of in the ear, Alan, because I think this is something that's become kind of a, a real stark difference that people need to be aware of is mm-hmm. there's a difference between kind of in, in the ear versus like in the ear canal, right? Yeah. And there are, there are earphones now. So even take the, the original AirPods versus the AirPod Pros, which are out now, the kind of the newer version, those have kind of a silicone end that's really supposed to go in your ear canal. And it's trying to solve the problem that the original AirPods have, which is, well, they're they're comfortable. They sit there. But if you jostle around a lot, they're going to pop out. And when yeah. when that, the fact that there's no cord on those, you do not want to be losing those. And I've, I've lost one. I've had one, you know, got run, run over it with my car because it fell out. Uh, uh, you know, the, the issue is real there, right? So I was very happy when I knew that the newer ones would go in the ear canal. They'd stick in a little bit uh, more. They would be in place a little bit better. The downside is that if you're someone who has used these types of things before, it's kind of like putting, um, uh, kind of like putting uh, earplugs in. And mm-hmm. as you put an earplug in, you know, if you're, let's say you're, uh, you're walking and all of a sudden you can hear every bit of jostling of your head, you know, it feels like it's echoing in your head because basically everything's being plugged up. There's a little bit of that feeling, which I wasn't a huge fan of initially, feeling as though these things are deep inside my ear canal and it feels a little bit more uncomfortable. Uh, it feels like I'm hearing my own heartbeat, you know, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, so those are things to consider, right? Just all yep. in the ear are not the same, right? It's in ear versus in ear canal sorts of headphones well and just like we talked about going from in, over the ear to in-ear the trade-offs that you've got or trade-offs between wired and wireless you know with the in the ear canal ones you get better sound for yep. sure because you are truly filling your ear with whatever's coming through those headphones and there's nothing else seeping through um and that allows those headphones to really provide the most incredible sound you can get the, the trade-off is they they could be uncomfortable. They could not always be a good fit. Uh, and generally speaking, they seem to be a little bit higher price-wise too for what you're yep. getting there. Yep. So, yeah, and, and again, you mentioned the fit, Alan. The trade-offs. Yeah. Fit, fit is a really, really important question because most of these realize that, well, everyone's ear is a different size, whereas like the normal earpod, or AirPods uh, or even the, the headphones that are the little pods uh, that sit in your ear, those pretty much work for everybody. Not everybody likes the, the fit and I don't think it stays in as well. But when we're talking about in the ear canal, most of these will come with different ear tips and these mm-hmm. tips are going to be different sizes. And so knowing that you have to be realized, well, 
it's not going to fit for everybody. Even if they're giving you maybe three or four sizes, there's a possibility that they may just not fit that well for you. Uh, the beauty is the silicone is pretty cheap. They tend to give you these different sizes. And so at least if you're someone who feels like it's too tight, you might go to get a, a smaller one on there. But uh, those are important things to note because if because there's a lot of brands of headphones out there. And as you get into these brands, you got to be realizing they're not all the same, right? You want to make sure that they have different fit capabilities, different, uh, if they're going to be in the ear canal, that there's uh, different sizes that are possible. Um, yeah, it's because it could be, uh, it can be a painful experience. Right. Yeah. I know you, you, Brian, have a pair of the AirPod Pros yep. that you, that you use. Uh, I do not. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm real hesitant to just for me, because I am, I feel like I'm a little more sensitive to those in the ear canal headphones Yeah, that yeah. I, I always seem to have a hard time with ones I've tried in the past, finding a really good fit that's comfortable, that, that that's going to fit just right. And uh, so I have erred in favor of just going with the standard, the original AirPods, the ones that sit in your ear, but do not go into your ear canal. Yeah. And uh, I'm relatively happy with those. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. No. And I think I, I have a pair of the old ones as well. My old ones uh, I gave to my wife and is what she uses. And if I'm going to just going to go walk around the neighborhood and walk the dog, I actually would prefer using the old ones, the original ones. Yeah. You know, they just kind of sit, they, you know, if I'm listening to a podcast, I don't have to worry about great sound. I just need mm -hmm. voice. It's great. But if I am listening to something that requires really good sound, or if I'm moving my head around a lot, um, the newer ones are quite the step up. So just to, to be aware, of course, they're quite a step up in price too. So well, that's true keep too. in mind. Yeah. But now besides just the way these earphones fit and the shape of them, and you know, we've, we've talked about overall quality of sound and it will vary from brand to brand and model to model, but there are some features that I know are getting a lot of uh, notice nowadays on these headphones, especially some of your higher level headphones, uh, this idea of noise cancellation. Brian, I'd yeah. love to hear you just kind of explain in theory what, what noise cancellation is all about. Yeah, yeah. So um, so there's a distinction between noise cancellation and noise isolation. And I had to, I had to kind of get used to, to this uh, terminology uh, in my lab where we were using some, um, some audio... Uh, to try and block out sound from, from other things that people are doing. So noise isolation would be uh, if I was working on a farm and I was riding a tractor, there are noise isolation headphones. They're big cans that go over my head and they don't really, they're not really made to cancel out the sound. They're, they're made to block out the sound. All right. So yeah. noise isolation is, is blocking out. So it might be really big headphones. Uh, like if I was working at an airport, around uh, airplanes, you see them wear the big uh, headphones that all their only job is to block out the sound so that you're not getting mm -hmm. damage to the ear. Noise cancellation is a more active thing. So noise cancellation requires you know, power. And there's power in the headphones that's basically taking the sound that it's hearing from the outside world. And it's trying to cancel out those wavelengths so that you don't hear them. So it's kind of actively doing that to take the sound waves that are coming in, provide a different sound wave that makes white noise, uh, in other words. So you're getting white noise in the ear 
that cancels out the sound that's coming from the outside. So it's a powered, active thing, right? Now, the important thing to note is that it's really easy to do that on big over-the-ear headphones, right? Because you've got a lot of space within these headphones to be able to have the technology to be able to block out and process the sound that it's hearing. And you'll usually notice that those headphones that have noise cancellation will have a tiny little speaker. It looks like a speaker, but it's actually a microphone on the outside. Mm -hmm. That's taking the outside sound and basically processing it and then saying, well, what do I need to do to cancel this and give you white noise instead? Um, So you have to turn them on. You need power. That's that's sometimes a problem. Um, But it's really, really nice if you are wanting to cancel out the world around you and have a better uh, uh, listening experience and hear what you're actually trying to hear. Um, Now, your AirPods, okay, which are technically in the ear, but they're not really in the ear canal, they can't cancel. I mean, they can try, right? They can do a little bit of it where they can provide you some additional stuff, but there's a gap around them getting into your ear canal. So it knows it can't cancel everything, right? Whereas mine, the AirPod Pros, anything that goes in the ear canal, now there's a possibility that it can start to cancel those things out. Now, partly just digging these things into the ear canal will feel like it's already isolating, you know, it's noise mm-hmm. isolation just because you put them in and there's not a whole lot else that can get in there. Um, but the newer versions of these things also have this noise canceling that you can turn on. And when you do, it basically cuts everything out that you can hear outside of there, or at least a pretty good job of it. So I've been super impressed mm-hmm. with how they can do that on such a small scale now. And that's why the new AirPods Pros, they have little microphones on the outside. So it's constantly listening to what's on the outside and, you know, trying to decide uh, how it can cancel that out so that you're not getting distracted. So, so that's I, cancellation. I just think the whole technology is fascinating. I think it's really cool what they can do with that. Yeah, so, totally. Um, I'm very, very impressed with that. Now, there's some other features and things that they're doing, too. Uh, to kind of help enhance the whole audio experience. Um, yeah. What? Well, what's the idea? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I, so if you think about noise cancellation, what's the problem, Alan? What What would be the problem? Why Why would someone not want the noise cancellation? Well, it's kind of like what I was referring to earlier, I would think, is that there's still times where you may feel like you need to hear yeah. What's going on outside of you? I mean, imagine if you're walking down the street on a busy street and, uh, you know, you got noise cancellation on, you're hearing something, you hear it completely, but you could not hear if somebody was yelling out for you or there was a, maybe a car horn or something like that. So. Yep. Yep. So what you have just described, is exactly what the new headphones that are out, kind of the, the new AirPod Pros, as well as uh, several other brands that are starting to use a transparency mode. So what that does is now, so I'll give the, the AirPod Pro example, is if I were to put the AirPod Pros in and I pull up my phone and it shows that, okay, I'm now I'm connected. If I look at the settings for the uh, for the headphones on my phone, it will give me three options and say kind of off or noise cancellation or transparency. And what it is, is you got to realize these things are digging into your ear canal. So it's already blocking out some sound that might have been coming in. So just having them in can can automatically be dangerous. If I'm walking down a crowded street, I'm walking down, I'm going to cross the street and, 
you know, need to know that there's a car coming. Um, so it's already kind of dangerous. So that's where the transparency mode, what it does is it takes the sound that it's getting from the outside microphone and actually pumps it through. So you're actually going to hear better what's coming in from the outside world while still hearing your music. So, you know, if I was to go out for a walk and I knew that I was going to be walking around the neighborhood, then maybe I'd switch over to transparency mode to where I could hear if a car horn, you know, was honking or someone were to say hello to me, that would actually get, you know, ramped up going into my ear. So I would hear it over the music. So it kind of recognizes, is there something we need to play over the music? Um, So it's the way to get around that. And same thing with big head uh, over the ear cans. If you look for some of those, you may, if you're someone who actually wants to go and walk around the world with these over the ear headphones on, you may want some that have transparency mode to them or a transparency feature so that you could actually say, well, I'll have these on for great music to, to fill my ear, but I also want to be able to hear other things that are going on around me. So uh, transparency, uh, it's super cool. Super cool. Oh, stuff. That does kind of, that does kind of resolve one of the big issues I have with, with uh, in, you know, noise canceling headphones in the ear canal headphones is, that I just feel like you're, you're kind of completely shutting yourself off from the rest of the world, right. which may be part of your point, but I think there's, you know, most of the situations where I would want to wear those, those little wireless headphones, uh, if I'm going to the gym, if I'm, I'm walking through an airport, if I'm traveling somewhere, I also need to hear if there's something important going on around me. So that does seem like it has the uh, best of both worlds yep. That yep. with that particular feature as well. So, okay. yeah. And again, I think it's a lot more processing that these headphones are able to do now compared to in the past. So they actually have their own smarts and internal uh, circuitry to help do all of this, where uh, they've just gotten smarter and smarter as time goes on. Yep. Um, yeah. But when you talk about smartness, Brian, I mean, the one thing that, you know, I mentioned about over-the-ear headphones being my favorite because I, I just like the overall sound quality. Um, and we've talked about some of the ones that were wired with the uh, the headphones, the earbuds that go in your ear. And part of the nice thing about those wired headphones was always that many of them would have controls on them. And by that, I mean like a little control box like on the cord of the headphone, which allows you to control your volume or to skip or go forward or back on your, uh, on your playlist. Um, wired headphones, like over-the-ear headphones, had those as well. Uh, so many of them did. And that was always a nice feature. That was always whenever I got my headphones, I always wanted to make sure I had one with that control on it because I did find that to be incredibly helpful. That's typically also where you would find the, the uh, microphone for the headphones as well is in that same little spot. So when we moved to wireless headphones and especially the little tiny earbuds, um, we lose those controls, right? Yep. Yep. Somewhat. Right now, the okay. initially you did, and I think that that was a concern for a lot of people. But now you actually get a lot of those controls back. But I I don't think it's as easy because again we're talking about a really you know in the ear some of these are really small uh, devices, and you got to figure out well how am I going to get a button on them when I can't really see mm-hmm. the button, I can't really feel around for the button. There's not enough room for a big button. Um, so you know a lot of those have kind of moved to. Uh, touch sensitivity. I know your version of AirPod, and I know there are uh, a number of kind of knockoffs of the AirPods that uh, will have, you know, touch sensitivity, where it's basically recognizing the sound that you make if you double tap on the earphone itself. And it says, ah, Mm -hmm. double tap means I do this. 
right? Something else is going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the AirPods Pro, AirPod Pros have kind of moved away from that, and they've gone with a an actual clickable button. So the little, you know, the little microphone that hangs down from these things, you kind of grab it and squeeze it, and it makes a little click, and then that's how your, uh, you know, play or pause or um, uh, or dial or answer a call that may come in. So, mm-hmm. so those things are there. And of course the big over the ear cans have a lot more space to be able to do buttons and features like that. So a lot of those are kind of built in, uh, those controls as well. So to me, you know, if, if you're someone who's using it for calls, then you do want some sort of control because again, the reason you have the wireless headphones is that you probably don't want to have your phone out in front of you, or you don't want, you know, you want to be able to walk around and have it in your pocket and not have to worry about things. So you do want to be able to answer that call by, you know, touching a button uh, yeah. and kind of uh, make sure that you're able to engage with it. You all, if you're wanting it for music, it's kind of nice to be able to program those things to skip to the next song. You know, imagine you're working out sure. and, uh, or again, sitting on the couch as you do, but if you're working out and you're saying, oh, I really want to go to the next song, but my hands are full with my Doritos and my chips uh, yes. or my, my drink. So I'd rather to have a little easier rather than have to go search for my phone and fumble through different things. So the ability to be able to, some of them even have voice activation now, which I think is kind of nice, you know, to say next song and be able to talk to Siri or be able to talk to Alexa or whoever yeah. um, your, your, uh, your uh, assistant might be. So. I think there are ways. I'm not a huge fan of. I I, I really liked no. the ma- the manual key, you know, the buttons that were easy to to see and control. But you know, you got to give and take here, right? Yeah, and that's again, I'm I, um, it's where I struggle because I do miss the controls. I have, as I mentioned, I have like the uh, the, the the traditional AirPods, not the Pro levels. And for me, it's still been a big learning curve for me to remind myself how to pause yeah. uh, what I'm listening to. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I get to the point where I just end up taking the earbuds out of my ear to pause it because mm-hmm. that seems to be simpler and quicker for me. Right. And um, that is that is a big, big problem for me is I, I do miss the controls, the tactile controls that you could have on the corded part of the uh, on the corded part. Now the microphone side hasn't been an issue. I mean, the microphone on the uh, the wireless earbuds has generally been pretty good because I guess the idea. Is, mm-hmm. you think about it: the microphone when it's on the actual AirPod or earbud, which is sitting in your ear, it is what? What do you say? Four or five inches away yeah. from your mouth already. Yep. Yep. You know, so it's already in a pretty good spot. When the microphone was on the cord on a wireless, on a I'm sorry, wired microphone, it was also probably four or five, six inches away from your mouth. So you haven't really lost any distance, which is why I guess that the microphone on the earbud still sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And you also, Alan, uh, interestingly, if you, if you're someone that's looking for different headphone types and not say a, an AirPod type, which has the little, you know, uh, I don't know the People, people say it looks like you've got, you know, hair coming out of your ear, right? The little, the little mm-hmm. uh, the part that hangs down, that obviously provides a little bit uh, better of a microphone. But some other people are like, well, wait a minute, you get something like a Jabra or something that actually goes in the ear and it's really small and there's nothing hanging down. How is it going to hear 
you know, what you're saying, right? How is the microphone mm-hmm. can't be that good. A lot of them are actually going to use vibration to, to get that sound in as well. So as you speak, it's kind of picking up the vibrations from your skin that amplifies things. That's why a lot of the, uh, it used to be a lot of the microphones that you would have like the Bluetooth microphones with someone that used to walk around with one, one, you know, one headset that was yeah. their Bluetooth that those things usually were touching the skin and they were kind of using the vibration and the, uh, the, uh, the skin's movement to be able to amplify the sound. So they're still not bad. I've been really impressed with most of, uh, most of those that I've tried out. Um, and so the microphone, you're right, I think is, is pretty good. They've handled it pretty well. Yeah, um, I think so. and I think the, the buttons, you know, you do need to be aware if you're someone who wants a physical button. I mean, if you're someone who's working out and using this for exercise, a lot of those workout, uh, headphones are going to have physical buttons and there's a reason mm-hmm. for that, right? You don't need to be running and trying to reach up and see if you're going to tap your ear and whether it recognizes that your tap, even though your head's jostling around a little bit, it might think you had a triple tap instead of a double tap, right? So it's really nice to have an actual physical button that you reach up and you push and you know when you click it to go to the next song or, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, pull up Siri or whatever you're going to do. So so I would strongly suggest clickable buttons for people that are using it for exercise. Yeah, I, I'm with you because again, I, I take my earbuds when I go, uh, my AirPods when I go to work out, and it is tough because I mean I'll be sitting there, somebody will come up and start talking to me, and I need to kind of <laughs> pause what I'm listening to. And again, I tried the double touching, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So I end up just taking them out of my ear, which is annoying, but that uh, seems to be the quickest way to do it. Yes. Yeah. And there's also a you know a, that's potentially a reason to get a set of uh, wireless headphones that maybe is leashed to where the two headphones are actually have a cord that goes behind your neck. Cause then you can just drop them down. You don't lose them. You know, you're, you're going to be jostling around potentially, even if you does fall out of your ear, it's going to fall down and be able to stay on a leash. Uh, And with those, a lot of those still have some of the clickable buttons on the cord, the cord that's going Mm -hmm. around your neck to where you might actually enjoy be able to reach up there and, and manually click it like uh, like you did with the wired headphones. So right, uh, right, there's some options yeah. there. So mm-hmm. these are all the things to kind of think through as you guys are considering headphones. How am I going to use yeah. it? How do I want to engage with it? You know, what, what, uh, what, what kind of activities am I going to do with it? And how do I need mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm protecting it? Alan, there's one more, there's one more cool little feature I wanted to mention and, and, and it's just recently come out. Um, and I think I need to mention it because unfortunately your version of the AirPods does not do it. Um, but I think that this is going to be another feature that's coming out. That's kind of useful for some people and it's called spatial audio. Mm -hmm. And this is something that the AirPod pros, the newer versions have kind of, uh, put out with a firmware update. So it just became, you know, uh, a capability that the AirPods uh, have in the last you know few weeks, mm-hmm. but what this is so spatial audio kind of meaning spatial meaning in space right recognizing yeah. your location in space. So we've already talked about how you know these headphones are really really good, and I think we even mentioned earlier that you know you can feel like you've got surround sound even if it's in your ear. You know the the AirPods are pretty amazing, mm-hmm. as with many of the others. I was really happy with I think Jabra Jaybird some of these others that were uh, Bose has something in the ear, 
to where it actually feels like you're getting surround sound. It kind of recognizes how to send music and sound into your ear. So it sounds like something's coming from in front of you. But the spatial audio takes it to a whole nother level. And I'll give you an example. Let's say that you are, um, you're sitting, uh, Alan, on the couch and you've got your big TV in front of you and you know, it's late at night, so you're watching. So you're watching with headphones because you don't want to bother other people in the house, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, spatial audio, what that does is not only is going to provide you the surround sound to say, oh, wow, there's a there's something on the screen that should be coming from the right side. So it's going to sound like it's coming from the right. But what the spatial audio does is it says, we're actually going to be device dependent. So when we know you're watching from your TV, we know where your TV is in front of you. And if you were to turn your head to the left while watching TV, we're actually going to change where the sound feels like it's coming from. Now it's going to be on your right side, which is where that TV is. The TV actually is. Right. So it's it's understanding where the source of the sound is in Correct. relation to how you're, how you're turned or looking. Yeah. And making so, sure that it stays relatively consistent, even if you move your head around or, yeah. or so change you might, your position. And this might even be a little bit more appropriate if you're watching an iPad and you've got the iPad right in front of you and you turn your head. Well, it's always going to be sounding like it's coming from the iPad, wherever that iPad is. And of course, that would be yeah. the case if you didn't have headphones in, right? You turn your head. Sure. It's still going to come to the side. So I think there is some some pretty cool use cases for this. Um to where it maybe provides a little bit more realistic experience of being in that environment that if I turn my head and I can still get sound from a particular area, I think it's also going to come into play with like uh, AR augmented reality and stuff where, okay, now I'm pretending like this thing is in front of me and I turn my head and now I should still be able to still get the sound from this thing that theoretically is in that location. So some cool stuff. So that's called spatial audio. So if you see that, don't freak out and think, oh gosh, that's you know something that's going to completely screw things up. You can turn it off. It's only a feature that you know you can have on if you want. Um, but if you're someone who watches on device, that may be kind of a cool addition. So yeah, you know, and I, and I got to admit, as, as cool as that sounds, I, to me, I've just got to hear, I got to experience it in practice. Yeah, because it's. Um, the idea sounds really cool from a technology standpoint. I'm just trying to think practically if I'm watching, you know, if I'm using my uh, AirPods to listen to something on a TV set and I turn my head to think that the audio is going to shift in my, in my ears to, I, I don't know. I, I really have to kind of hear it, but yeah. it sounds like a cool technology. I just wonder well, if it, how practical well, it really is when you start using it. Yeah. Well, let me, let me give it, uh, let me give you another um, analogy here. Right. So, Alan, what if you were sitting down in your living room, which, you know, say you have speakers all the way around to make a a true kind of home theater? Well, if um, imagine what, so what, what does the home theater do, right? Home theater is a great experience, right? But if you turned your head to the left while listening to your home theater, and if those speakers all moved with you, so as yeah. I turn my head to the left, all of those speakers go with me so that it now sounds like it's coming from the left side of the room, even though the TV is still in that one location, that would be like normal headphones are doing. So normal headphones that already are trying to create the surround sound, right? The AirPods are trying to yeah. create the surround that says, hey, in fr- I want you to hear in front of you what's supposed to be in front of you on this thing. 
but in front of you is now going to be the left of you if you turn your head with these in-the-ear headphones. So what it's trying to do is it's trying to create the the actual living room experience, even if you're turning and moving your head around, right? Because mm-hmm. that's, that's the way you enjoy things. That's the way you enjoy it if you go to the theater. If you went to the theater and you turned your head to your, you know, your neighbor, the sound's still coming from the screen and from the areas around the screen, right? It doesn't change to where now it sounds like the sound is coming from the person you're looking at, right? Yeah. So that's what this is trying to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, again, I, I'm, I, I feel very unknowledgeable about some of those newer features because I just haven't had a chance to really use them or experience them, but I'm curious and um, yeah. I, I'm definitely anxious to try it out and see how it works in a, in a real world situation, you know, to find yeah. out what that's like. Um, hmm. I'm just super really excited cool. that I'm, that I'm telling you things that you have no clue and, and it's just awesome. I, I don't, I really don't. Yeah. I, you know, I have been, Here's my thing. I'm very particular about the sound coming into my ears, but I'm also very slow on the adoption of new things with it. Yeah. You know, I was the one wearing big can uh, wired headphones for the longest time because I just really like those. Um, it was just six months ago I got into uh, wireless for the first time with the original AirPods. So I'm just, I tiptoe slowly into it because I'm, I'm still kind of hung up on some older technology. But, um, but I don't know the whole spatial technology, the spatial audio, and the noise cancellation, and some of the things, and, and the transparency mode I really like, uh, are all things I'm kind of eager to to test out and try myself. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, hopefully we can get you to move away from your your you know your Sony Walkman, which I know you still use uh, quite. Oh, often, every day. So. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not getting yeah. rid of that. Yeah. Do you remember the little headphones that used to come with those that were like? Like it was like a little strip of metal would like hold them together with, and then with a like sponge, like, yeah, yes, with a sponge yes. on your ear. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, those things sounded horrible in, in hindsight. <laughs> they were really, really bad. They but, were really bad. You know, they we were over the ear, bad. but they, they there was no noise cancellation. There was no mm-hmm. noise isolation. There was just noise. I mean, That's and really, really if you was. turned them up loud enough, all the people around you could hear. <laughs> they were speakers. <laughs> they were speakers, <laughs> right? Which is basically yeah. like putting a you know putting a jam box on your shoulder. So that's basically what it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man. man, I feel Never. like we we have just covered the gamut. And Alan, I have to say, um, and I probably should have said this earlier when you first started talking about headphones, but I did just recently go because I like to prepare for my my episodes here. I went to Best Buy and just kind of walked down the aisle, which you know by the way used to be like one aisle was headphones, right? Yeah. You could just go down and see maybe you know ten different types of headphones. It's like five aisles in Best Buy now. Oh, yeah. All headphones, right? You've got the wireless headphones. You've got these. By the way, there's, you know, and we're not going to talk about them, but I just want to throw this out there. There was a an aisle that I had never seen before, which was Bose sunglass headphones, where mm. the sound comes through the sunglasses and it kind of pumps into your head. There's no headphone. There's nothing in your ear. The the sound is coming through the glasses, and there's a whole line of them of Bose. And you know, I put it on, and I was just amazed. Like the sound was really, really cool. So there's lots of things that are happening in the headphone world because I think people are realizing we always have our devices, and we are always engaged with content. So they want to make sure that they're hitting on that market. So uh, hmm. it can be overwhelming, but it's also yeah, kind no, of cool. There's, there are quite a few out there. You're right, and again, it is a big, big business now. Um, you know, largest business it's ever had for, for headphones. Just because I think, you know, now that there's a, such a high adoption of mobile phones for the whole population, 
and people are getting more and more used to using them uh, for a variety of different communication processes. But then also, add on top of that, people just now needing to do more video conferencing and working from home and uh, teleworking. You know, the headphones are now just becoming so so critical. So I, I understand why it's such a big business now. I really do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, Brian, we've covered a lot oh, about personal man. listening. I mean, not only just listening to audio through your own devices, but then, of course, using headphones, earbuds, uh, wired in wireless uh, type of headphones, all to listen to your, your, your sound, listen to your audio. Yeah. Um, I think it's time for us to kind of go ahead and get to our recommendation. This is our brothers in tech suggestion, our bits, if we bits. use the acronym properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what we do at the end of every discussion we have about a topic is we say, okay, well, what's a recommendation we can make? Uh, something, it could be a product, could be a website, could be an app, anything in between that uh, is kind of matches with the subject and uh, just has to do with what we just spent the last however long we've been talking uh, <laughs> going on. So this has to do with audio and personal living and listening. So uh, if it's okay, Brian, let me go first and then I'll yeah. let you. So, sure. Um, and believe it or not, I've actually, Brian, got you to thank for this suggestion. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, uh, my family and I came out to visit you and, and your family out in, uh, over the holidays. And of course, like we do whenever we get together, we're normally like looking all over each other's technology and trying to see <laughs> who has what, and if, who has the cooler stuff. And if there's something they have that's cool that we won't, we just try to figure it out. And I noticed your AirPod case, um, the little white case, the ceramic case that comes with the uh, the AirPods. Well, it's not ceramic. It's uh, whatever. Sort of plastic. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. plastic, I guess. Had a really kind of cool rubberized uh, wrap around it. And I thought, okay, that's, that's pretty neat. You know, I could see why you don't want to get your AirPod case all scuffed up or dirty or whatever. So that's one thing. But then I noticed that you also had like a little zipper pouch to put stuff in. And then I noticed there was like a little extensions that could go on your earbuds that would actually hold the device into your ear, like by adding an extension to it. And I thought, wow, that's a lot of cool little accessories my brother has to to use with his AirPods. And lo and behold, you tell me that it's all one package that you got from Amazon for like nine dollars. Yep. And, yep. Uh, I was pretty impressed. Granted, yes, I know the quality on the stuff is. It's pretty light. I mean, it's it's thin plastic, rubbery stuff, and it's probably prone to tearing and other things. But it's nine dollars. Right. <laughs> you know, same right. time, like I can't really argue too much because for nine bucks, it's got a really great case and a a, a, a wrap for your AirPods and a whole bunch of uh, random little accessories, things I've never even used even yet to this day. Um, so I've been pretty happy with it. Um, they've lasted longer than I expected. I think I bought some back in March, and here it is, October, and I'm, they're still all in good shape. So that's a good yep. sign. Yep. Um, it, 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 now, this is a little complicated to try to find them. I, through Amazon, if you do a search, the manufacturer's name is Hooksin. It's H-O-O-X-I-N. So Hooksin. Hmm. Um, and they make these AirPod accessories. If you search for the the, the, the manufacturer, Hooksin, and you look for AirPods case or AirPods accessories, this is a set of 12 different accessories in the skin that goes for your original Apple AirPods charging case. 
and uh, it's got ear hook grips. It's got AirPod straps. It's got AirPod clips. Um, one of the accessories I've never used before, but it's pretty cool that you can uh, you weave it through the, the the band in your Apple Watch, and it actually mm-hmm. has little hooks on it to snap in your ear ear AirPods, so you can actually have them on your wrist to, if you don't want to worry about losing them. So. Anyway, again, for, for $8, or actually, I guess, $8.99, so $9, um, if I can get six-plus months of use out of some, some good protection accessories and things to help not lose my, my AirPods, I'm all for it. So Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. That's a good That's a good pick. And uh, uh, I will say my my um, the company I bought from was different, I believe, uh, than that okay. one, but there are a lot of them out there. And, and I will say for something with such simple uses like this, I don't think you worry, need to worry too much about quality. I mean, I think all of them are going to be similar. They're, they're uh, silicone or rubber, and you're basically getting some cool things that solve some of the issues with AirPods, right? I mean, one of the issues I always had was, well, if I did go for a run with it, or I, I was always nervous that if it fell out, it was going to hurt the AirPod, right? Or I was going to lose it. So there was that little silicone leash you know, that it gives you to go behind your neck that kind of just slides over the ends of these AirPods. So if I want to go for a run, I'll slide that on in case it falls. I know it's, you know, it's on a leash. It's not going anywhere. Um, You mentioned that. And I think the part that uh, is probably really helpful is those things that go over the AirPod that then kind of provide some bracing in your ear so that it also keeps it from falling out. Um, But I, you know, honestly, I bought, I bought that original one simply because, um, as cool and as nice as the AirPod charging case looks, the fact that it does not have any way of attaching it to something mm-hmm. was really annoying to me. And I, so I bought the the case, which happened to come with all these other things um, because it allowed me to put a, um, a carabiner on it mm-hmm. and then be able to connect it to my book bag or whatever. So that was the biggest thing uh, because although I like, you know, how slick it was to put it in my pocket. That's not how I carried it. I don't like carrying it around in my pocket. I would put it on a bag or I'd put it somewhere that I uh, wouldn't lose it. So yeah, that's a great, that's a great pick, Alan. I mean, I think it's a super yeah. easy way to, to pro- provide some extra security and solutions for your, uh, your AirPods. Yeah. agree. So cool. what, uh, what pick do you have? Okay. Well, I, so I, I'm going to make a pick that's, that's, it's a product but most importantly, I'm picking the company um, because this is the company that I have. Uh, it's it's local as in the Northwest here. Uh, I think they're out of Washington, uh, but it's a company called Wise, W-Y-Z-E. And uh, I tell you, I absolutely love this company. I love everything that they're doing um, because they're making several products. Uh, I've My wife and I have had uh, a home video camera, a security mm-hmm. camera from Wise for I don't know, three years now. Um, We also have some sensors that go on our door and our windows that if they were to open up, they connect back to that video camera. And then they'll also send us a text to say, hey, your door's open. Um, So Wise has now come out and actually just created their their first set of headphones. And Mm -hmm. so they have a, a set of headphones that is not even out yet. So I, I, I appreciate that I'm making a pick on something that I haven't even seen that hasn't even shipped yet, um, but they are doing pre-orders for this. But here's why, here's why I love this company. They make stuff that so far has been really good. I mean, it's still, in terms of production, they, 
there are certain little glitches that they're trying to figure out, right? But they're so inexpensive and their goal really is to not gouge you with money. So that that video camera that I was telling you about, it sits on my uh, it sits in my living room on the shelf, and it can turn, it can pan, it can uh, it can send me alerts if something moves. I can look at it from a phone from afar, like a lot of these other security cameras do. And it was twenty nine dollars, and it oh, works wow. fantastic. Um, well, these new headphones, and I just got an email. Actually, I was going to suggest AirPods Pro. And I, it was going to be my my pick. Until I got an email from these guys earlier this week that said, hey, by the way, we're putting out our headphones and here's the pre-order for them. So let me tell you what these headphones do, first of all. So if you get if you get interested in this, go to the wise, W-Y-Z-E um, dot com and then look at their headphones. And there's a little video on there that will show you, it, you know, them testing it with some people. But, you know, these are over the over the ear headphones. They look mm-hmm. kind of slick. They got nice cushions on them so that you can imagine they would be, um, you know, pretty comfortable. Uh, but they've got things like, you know, the moment you take the headphones off, well, the music pauses. It recognizes you've taken them off, right? Similar to be mm-hmm. some of the in-the-ear headphones. Uh, it also had a really cool feature that I assume this has uh, that is actually there. It showed it in the video. But if you wanted to hear someone, so we talked about that transparency mode that you just put your hand up to your ear as if you were, you know, wanting someone to speak up and it recognizes your hand is there and then turns on transparency mode. So it lets sound come through oh, just incredibly cool. cool little things. Right. Yeah. So great sound, supposedly great sound, you know, la- it's got a, a very comfortable, it allows, uh, you know, the transparency mode, it allows all the kind of touch and gestures and things that are go on. It's got Alexa built in. If you decide you want to use that, it's got physical buttons on the outside for volume up and down, right? Mm-hmm. You can also, I think you can actually turn it into wired headphones as well. You plug in the the wire, you can p- take it out or plug it in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's the best part. It's 50 bucks. Yeah, that was, I was waiting for you to get to that because I'm looking bucks. at the website now and that's, uh, that's pretty amazing. I mean, so, it's uh, incredible. Now, again, there's 50 buck headphones out there that probably do all these things, but I'm not sure I'd trust them. This yeah. particular company, I mean, this is what they do. They they create things that are what people want, and they you know they kind of created their their culture of uh, you know their their customers really like what they do, and their customers realize when something comes out that yes, it's going to need some updates, but they're mm-hmm. kind of crowdsourcing what's happening. Um, so they keep prices low, and I'm just I'm super excited. I'm thinking about pre-ordering, even though I don't need a pair of over-the-head headphones, just to support these guys. I think it's uh, it's well, pretty awesome what they're I, doing. I do need one, so I'm actually kind of curious about that. Yeah. For, uh, well, take a look at the video. Office, yeah. yeah, I mean, take a look at the video and cut it. I mean, of course, you can only see so much from the video, but just the you know the the features that it supposedly builds into it, I, I think is. Uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. So, so Wise headphones, they're pre-order right now, fifty dollars. Uh, of course, when they do ship, and if I were to get a pair, I'd certainly come back and kind of uh, say how uh, how well they work. But uh, and I can't guarantee that they'll be fifty dollars, right? It may become seventy-five after the pre-order yeah. part happens. But I just uh, I love this company. I love what they're doing, and um, uh, you know, I love that I I can set up a on my own, several things. Like I, I did pre-order a, uh, a doorbell, a video doorbell that they just put out. Mm-hmm. That's coming out in January. I went ahead and pre-ordered. I think it was $29. Again, you know, you normally you're paying a couple hundred for 
uh, a ring or something like that. So I just think, I, I think they're doing some great stuff and, uh, and, and I love well, they've the got a really prices down. So, well, and they've got a really interesting just array of products they sell as well outside yep. of just the headphones. So between the home, uh, automation devices, security devices, uh, yeah, a lot of interesting things. So I'm, I'm yep. kind of curious. I'm going to poke around this a little bit. I wish their home security stuff and uh, home automation stuff were HomeKit adaptable. Yeah, but, um, that'll yep. be. Maybe we'll see where they go with that in the future. So. Yeah, and I'd say that's the that's the challenge. If you are using it, it's not going to integrate much with other things. I do have it somewhat integrated with uh, the Amazon Alexa, but uh, we really have it for its kind of its its own app, right? So yeah. If it, if you know when we turn it on, if movement happens, we get a notification that something's moving in our in our house, and we can pull it up and look at the video, uh, or we can pull up a live video and talk to whoever's there. So it allows you to do these things. But again, nothing that they sell is over fifty bucks uh, right now. So um, just a just a great company to check out and support, um, and uh, and hope they keep doing what they're doing because they hopefully will get some of these other companies to keep their prices down too. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's a good conversation there, talking a lot about headphones and just ways to personally listen to your your own music or sound. Um, Brian, I think kind of the natural extension from this when we get together next time, we're going to talk about ways to listen to your audio uh, in a home or larger setting or group setting, and that would be you know looking at home. Uh, audio systems and home speakers and other ways to kind of listen to your sound, even getting into the car. Because technically in the car, you could actually have multiple people listening with you as well. So some different options, especially with what technology is allowing us to do these days uh, for that broader listening experience with a a larger group or in a larger space for any reason. So so what, what, got, what were we, what, we, we like 30 minutes here? How, how long? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we kept this really short. This is definitely, <laughs> definitely one of our shortest episodes. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know what? The thing is, it's our passion. You can't, you can't contain our passion. Bro. That's true. It's, that's uh, true. You can't put a limit on passion. No, you mm-hmm. really can't. The minute you try to limit it, you kill it. And yep. that's the way I feel yep. about it. So I'd rather talk for hours if it means that we can convey the level of passion we have for these things. So yeah, this is um, art. This is art. It is. You, you cannot rush art <laughs> and you can't put a time limit on it. So, uh, well, that being said, yeah. if well, somebody wanted to talk to us about any of the things we said, having suggestions, questions, ideas, uh, things we ought to con- consider for future episodes, Brian, where do they go? Yeah, so they're going to send us an email at info at themesh.tv, info at themesh.tv. Send us your questions, send us your ideas, send us some kind of headphone uh, reviews that you have if you want us to to kind of put a plug in for uh, certain types of headphones or uh, certain companies that are doing a great job. you know, I'd love to hear uh, if people have been trying Wise and if they uh, they like what they're uh, they're getting because I'd love to see this company uh, uh, get supported. And uh, of course, they would be great to be a supporter of the show. And um, so, send us a send us an email and let us know what kind of topics you want us to get into in the future. So, info at themesh.tv. That's right. Well, for that, we are going to wrap up this uh, this week's episode, but we will be back soon with uh, continuing our topic about audio and music and how we deal with that from a technology standpoint. I think we have a couple more deep dives we're going to go into and then uh, before we move on to our next topic. So we'll look forward to hearing everybody next time we get together 
here in our category of audio discussions as we talk about your home audio and car audio systems. So this is Alan Jackson and Brian Jackson, but thanking you for listening to Brothers in Tech, and we hope to talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.